0: There has been so much going on with the coronavirus pandemic that it has caused some different issues with the IRS and taxes. So I'm going to take a big picture look at the new normal with tax returns and the the tax season and tax collections. Thank you for tuning in to Tax Justice Warriors. Welcome to Tax Justice Warriors, the podcast that celebrates the work of low-income taxpayer clinics, focuses on tax controversy work, and looks at related issues in tax news. I'm your host, William Schmidt, the director of the Low-Income Taxpayer Clinic at Kansas Legal Services. Looking at the big picture when it comes to tax issues in the pandemic, just what is the new normal when it comes to taxes? begin with, I am going to look at the pros and cons. So I'm going to start with some missed opportunities, and then I will go into the new opportunities. So in Kansas, the Oklahoma Society of Enrolled Agents was looking to do a seminar because there is no group of Kansas enrolled agents. So they were looking about doing a free event in Salina, Kansas, potentially June 19. So this week, that was going to be a seminar looking at providing free continuing education and building networks for enrolled agents in Kansas. So it is unfortunate that that did not happen. I would have potentially been there to talk about the low-income taxpayer clinic program. In Dodge City, there was going to be outreach to the community by the IRS for April 8 and 9. There was going to be a remote setup of a taxpayer assistance center because there is a higher degree of tax problems in the Dodge City area. My guess is that part of that has to do with the larger Hispanic community, that may be because of language issues with not understanding tax issues. It may be that there are a good amount of independent contractors or self-employed people who do not know about paying quarterly taxes or have other issues with their taxes. So I was going to be in the Dodge City area at that time to Assist several taxpayers who had IRS issues. The IRS was going to be set up to provide assistance to taxpayers and walk them through their tax problems. But because of the cancellation in early March of non-essential travel, then that program was postponed. And so I do not have any new dates for either program. Turning to the American Bar Association, they have their annual May tax meeting in Washington, D.C. That was scheduled to be April 30 to May 2. That was canceled. At this point, the fall meeting toward the end of September is still scheduled in New York, but I will come back to this later about what changes occurred regarding the May tax meeting. The tax court canceled its calendar for trials from March 16 through July 3, and I will follow up with what changes have occurred with the tax court. There have been several IRS services shut down since March. Unless there was a particular contact you had with an IRS person on a case That often meant that the case was not advancing. The practitioner priority service and other phone lines had been shut down, and the CAF units had been shut down for over two months, so they were not accepting new power of attorney forms. The 2848s for me had been piling up, and I will get back to you with what updates there are there. Turning to the IRS economic impact payments, that the IRS did a excellent job of getting payments out to several people. They made payments through direct deposit, by paper check, or by mailing out cards to individuals with the payments provided, that these payments were meant to be $1,200 for adults and $500 for dependents, that these all had to be eligible individuals, but I know there have been several reports and different people contacted my organization. One example is for spouses who were separated or divorced, that if the last tax return on record was a joint tax return then as one example, the economic impact payment was sent to the spouse. They That spouse may have received the payments for the entire family when really they should have just received a payment for themselves. And there have been several other questions such as domestic violence shelters, people who suffered abuse and their abuser is the one who received that payment. So I will circle back around now with new opportunities. Some potential assistance I know about is the phone number 1-800-919-9835 or using the IRS form 3911. Now these are relatively new forms of assistance with the economic impact payment. So what I've heard so far that if you're calling 1-800-919-9835 is that there are long wait times and they're just giving general advice. Also, Form 3911 is often mailed out by the IRS, so they give a fax number or An address where to send the form. And so, if someone is responding about the economic impact payment, it is unclear whether this is a good response, but I don't know where to tell you to fax it or mail it in to the IRS at this point. Otherwise, some advice with regard to an individual where their spouse received payments for the entire family when they should not have, that if they are separated or divorced, I would say to get a separate tax return on file for 2019, that then potentially that would be on record because the economic impact payment is an advance of a refund on the 2020 tax return. So by being on record, the IRS is not going to claw back any of the payments from a person who incorrectly received it. But if there is someone who should have received their payment, then one way would be to file and receive that as a refund on their 2020 tax return. Now at this point, another good item that the IRS did is to postpone the various tax return deadlines to July 15 and also IRS collections until July 15. I will circle back around to that, but one of the main new opportunities I wanted to highlight is that there have been a plethora of webinars and Zoom or other meetings since the rise of the pandemic in March. I wanted to let you know about the University of San Diego Law School that they are providing a free virtual meeting that their fifth annual Tax Controversy Institute is going to be July 17. So again, that's the University of San Diego Law School, July 17. There will be having panels at the institute on tax controversy work during covid-19 the of, irs office of professional responsibility and irs fraud enforcement and criminal investigations costalinetz and fink is the sponsor of the 12th annual nyu tax controversy forum that will be another free virtual Institute on June 18 and 19 so by the time this airs this those dates may have passed but the forum is free through CPA Academy and they'll be rebroadcasting those webinars during the summer webinars will have updates from the heads of several departments within the IRS such as the new taxpayer advocate Aaron Collins and the new head of the Independent Office of Appeals, Andy Kiso. There will also be presentations on penalties, fraud, tax collections, and enforcement. Looking at the ABA virtual May tax meeting, the American Bar Association section of taxation moved their May tax meeting online. So the virtual meetings are various webinars, 19 of them from June 10 through July 30. So those six weeks, they're covering ethics, tax court, international tax, corporate tax, and several other areas of taxation. Based on 19 or so committees, you can imagine the variety of tax topics they will have. Now there are rates ranging from free $500 for the entire series, depending on whether you are a member of the American Bar Association or not, and depending on other items with your status on the cost of those webinars. Returning back to the tax court, they are pivoting to virtual hearings for their trial docket And looking at Kansas City, there is the potential for a trial calendar for Kansas City in the fall, because there had not been any trials scheduled for Kansas City throughout the first half of 2020. Now, one question is with tax clinics or other pro bono assistance, that it sounds like there is the capability of the tax court allowing for virtual side conferences between either the IRS and a party or a tax clinic or other pro bono representative with an unrepresented petitioner who needs tax advice or advice on working with the IRS or the court system. Now as another item with the tax court that they were going to be rolling out a new docketing and filing electronic program and that is still in the works. It has just been delayed because of issues with the pandemic. So one item is that they were talking about being able to file a petition online with the tax court if you are already set up within their system. So a tax clinic or other representative in the future you will be able to file a tax court petition and so that should cut down on some of those issues with regard to jurisdiction and looking at when the case was actually filed with the tax court. As a related note, the IRS has had successful virtual settlement days this year. They had some in Detroit and Atlanta. There are some other events scheduled in other cities, such as Washington, D.C. and Los Angeles. We're talking about doing one in Kansas City, toward the end of August. And so these are not just regarding unrepresented petitioners who already have a trial date set with the tax court. These are people who the IRS has determined may be a good fit for a settlement conference, no matter where they are in the tax court process, whether they have a Scheduled hearing date or not, that the IRS determines that they may be good to contact to see about settlement or some other negotiation further to advance their case. So certainly if you are in the Kansas City area and you would like to be involved with assisting unrepresented petitioners, if you are an attorney, an enrolled agent, paralegal or other status, please contact the Kansas City Office of Kansas Legal Services to speak to me, William Schmidt. I would greatly I would certainly love to have your assistance in working with us to help unrepresented petitioners. Now the CAF units are One particular unit, the Ogden Division, is supposed to be up and running as of last week. I faxed several of my cases to them, those 2848s, the new intakes. I do not know how long it will take for the CAF unit to process their cases because they potentially have a backlog looking at the IRS. In general, the practitioner priority service is also up and running, but they have low staffing. Different campuses and phone lines are getting back up to work, but they're at lower capacity because of social distancing at the campuses and in general, employees being worried about being sick. Different employees that were at home may not have had laptops, so that was a limit on remote work from the IRS. And that puts a delay on tax return processing and other mail processing, that there have been reports of trucks receiving IRS mail that will need to be processed, so there is No telling what the delay times will be on different IRS forms or other correspondence submitted to them. Now, one listener contacted me particularly saying a topic of what practitioners and other representation experts should be doing now to get ready for what others are thinking will be a new wave of IRS collections and representation clients as a result of the sudden economic downturn, as a result of the pandemic. So to break that down, there could be more cases with regard to tax representation because of people who were unemployed, who were furloughed, who were laid off, potential businesses being shut down because of the various city shutdowns, with regard to the pandemic. If people weren't paying their bills, that could lead to not making payments to the IRS. It could mean missed quarterly payments or other payments and leading to larger tax bills with the IRS. So some questions I would throw out there are, is the representative, does your office have the Capability to handle a large influx of new cases? Do you have staffing able to, to handle phone calls or work with that large amount of new clients? With the IRS delays and getting up to full speed, it is tough to say how reactive they are going to be to process forms, to handle call times, or come to agreements on the various problems. And overall, Is the IRS going to provide greater relief past July 15 with regard to collection issues? Are they going to change any standards for people affected by the economic downturn? This has been labeled a recession. Is it really a depression? It is tough to say, but how many people are going to be affected greatly by different financial issues based off the pandemic this year. So it is tough to say just the degree of greater help that will be needed and just what can be done. But I would say to be prepared to scale up the work that you are doing, but overall needing to be patient with working with the IRS and the greater delay times and telling clients about, and other people calling for advice, that there will be greater delay times in working with the IRS. So overall, that was a look at the big picture. There have been some missed opportunities, but there have also been new opportunities. In looking to the future, there are different ways of working with things, but we will need to Be patient as there are greater delay times with the IRS. And hopefully that gives you some new tools to assist you, some new guidance, and perhaps some other things to think about. I'd spent some last weeks doing interviews with people because I figured they would be more available during shutdowns connected to the pandemic. In the next weeks, I will be swinging back around to discussing topics connected to the tax procedure course that I taught at Washburn University School of Law during the spring. And potentially, I will be diving deeper into some of these topics. Overall, I hope this has assisted you, and I thank you for tuning in to Tax Justice Warriors. Thank you for listening to Tax Justice Warriors. We have a Patreon page if you'd like to support this podcast. Providing monetary support for this podcast helps with expenses like equipment or travel to tax conferences. Supporting this podcast through Patreon comes with rewards, so check out our Patreon page. Please rate or review this podcast because positive reviews help get more people to know this podcast exists. The views expressed on this podcast are not official opinions of the IRS, the Low Income Taxpayer Clinic Program, or the employers of the people who spoke on this program. Your tax situation is unique, so do not take the statements on this program as tax or legal advice. Consult with your own tax professional to provide you with specific advice on your situation. Tune in next time on Tax Justice Warriors for another interesting tax discussion.